your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome into The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. My name is Stephanie. And this is Heidi, and we are here for a tumultuous Tuesday. A tumultuous Tuesday. But, for all the obvious reasons. And What's going on what? right now in the world? Oh, ah. crazy stuff going on in the world right now. And But on, on the good side, it's the first day of March, and we know what happens in March. It's the spring equinox. It is, and that brings hope. And mm-hmm. I think we could all use a whole bucket full of that. Absolutely. Right now. Absolutely. And warm weather. Heidi and I were talking uh, to Sarge about how it's warming up in the land of 10,000 lakes. And it's been in the 30s and 40s. And, you know, Heidi's been seeing migrating swans up at her place. And, wow. We're making it around the corner. So it just, it brings so much hope to everything. And we could use it. Like I said, there's so much going on right now in the world and Eastern Europe and everything. It's just, yeah, it's, you know, it's overwhelming. So anytime we can get any hope, we'll take Mm -hmm. it. It's just very heavy right now. So, so on our show, we're not going to be heavy tonight because we're just going to have fun because it is the paranormal smorgasbord. Yay. And we always have fun with those because everybody gets to say what's on their mind when it comes to paranormal things or other things or whatever. So it's always a fun time. Yes. Um, And like Karen is saying, we really need to send out some seriously good vibes. Yes, we do. For sure. Yep. Yep. I've been sending healing energy and prayers like Mm -hmm. nonstop. Mm -hmm. I mean, to so many people that are involved with everything that's going on and um and the people that are actively trying to make a difference and sending strength to them as well yep absolutely it's a scary time i can't even imagine being there in their Mm -hmm. shoes you know and you've seen those pictures of uh the ukraine miss ukraine and she's got they show a picture of her in her pageantry and they show a picture of her now with her AK47 and she's all, you know, she's fighting for her country. It's just heart-wrenching actually, you know, but good for her and good for all the women over there 
who are actually standing up and fighting on those front lines because some serious girl power going on over there. And that is awesome. Yep. Yep. Yes, we, uh, our, our hearts and strength go out to everybody who is on the front lines and everybody who's mm-hmm. uh, also trying to find a solution for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so how has your weekend been? What's going on with you, Heidi? Let's see here. It's been busy, busy, so yeah. busy. I actually had a day off on Sunday, which was nice, um, but otherwise it's been busy. We, yeah, we actually were out ice fishing on Sunday and that was fun because it's been nice out, right? This, yeah. the ice is still really thick. It's, you know, there's two feet of ice at least. And so we drove out to the middle of the lake and hunkered down and did the thing, you know, and it was, it was good um, Mm -hmm. to sit outside with it being so nice out. I mean, I was talking to someone on the East coast today and she, she's like, Oh, is it, Oh, it's nice out there. She goes, yeah, we're, we're hoping to get into the fifties this week. And I'm like, well, I'm talking about getting in the thirties this week. That's (laughs) she's like, Oh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay. And I'm like, well, no, that's a, that's a good thing here. And, you know, granted with global warming, it probably shouldn't get warmer than that for a while, you know, but unfortunately that's not the case anymore you know, with, with all the global warming. So anyway, we're, you know, but we're getting excited about turning the corner, heading into yes. the spring equinox. So yeah, it's yes. been, it's been busy though. Cause I have a week off coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a, my staycation because mm-hmm. I don't have a choice. I have to be mm-hmm. home after dental surgery, oral surgery. So, um, so I'm trying no, to pack in as much. There, let's send all that good positive energy to Heidi too, cause she's going to need it. Oh, I'll be fine. Send it over to the your over to Europe. <laughs> Send it to them. I'm right. I'm good. I'll be good. So, yeah. So that's awesome. And I wanted to talk about so paranormal smorgasbord. So let me let me run this by you. So, you know, I lost my kitty earlier this month, which yes. just broke my heart. Yes. And remember, Europe. two years ago. I lost my Duncan. Well, I've yes. lost three fur babies in the last two years, so it's been just heart-wrenching. Um, but after Duncan passed away, this this hawk came into my yard, right? Do you remember this? And it, it just sat there on the fence, and we walked up really close to her or him, and, and it sat there for quite a while. And I know everybody said he was there to let us know that Duncan was okay. Aww. Well... And I never saw him again, right? And last week, on Thursday, Casey was looking out the window. It was, you know, three or four-ish in the afternoon. She said, Mom, what is that bird up in the tree? And I and I looked, and I said, oh, I think it's a hawk. And then I looked Aww. again. I didn't have my glasses on, right? And I looked again, and I said, I think it's an owl. And I'm like, but it can't be Mama and Papa because Mama's in the nest. Papa's standing guard over her, so it's he's not going to come over here. And so we went out, and sure enough, it was a barred owl. And she, I, I think it was a she only because of her girth, you know. She she was big. And she sat in the limb of my one of my big maples out in back. And Heidi, you know how huge they are. Mm-hmm. And yep. she sat there for... I don't know, three or four hours. And we walked right up underneath her and took pictures of her. And I think she was telling us that little Zuzu was fine. And she was with all the rest of them, wherever it is they are. What do you think? 
was like an so. yeah yeah i think so too because yeah. i haven't seen her since you know both of us said geez maybe we'll have an owl in the yard now you know and of course well, we we're all worried we were all worried about the squirrels right <laughs> well true that but th- this was during the day yeah so there's an owl out during the day that's cool yeah that's unusual dream. i know i didn't we haven't seen her since so it was like she came with a message i think you know so, but yeah, I thought that was, that, that was cool. I kind of, kind of felt like that made me feel better. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think it's nice to have a little message from our loved ones who passed, whether they're four legged or two legged. It's always nice to know that they're okay and they made yeah. it, you know, they get, um, they get through to where they need to get through to and, and then they're okay. And then they can come back and visit and when they're ready and, and yep. let us know personally that they're okay. But Absolutely. yeah, that's nice that you get a little Absolutely. a little messenger there. Yeah. And like I said, when I saw her from behind, it kind of looked like mama, but the feathers were different. Right. You know, and I'm like, well, it can't be mama. She's in the nest. I know because I go over there quite often, you know, and I have a look and Papa's not going to be anywhere away from her. So who is this strange owl? <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, I do have such a connection with, with birds of prey. So, it, it, I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all. I think it's fabulous, actually. Um, but that was, that was my deal for the week. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I think it's really nice. So, so that, was my, that was my deal. Yeah. So one of the things that we're going to be doing... We're going to try this going forward because you and I, speaking of what we've been up to, we were on the calling last week, mm-hmm. right? We were on the uh, paranormal roundtable with uh, Jerry and Kim mm-hmm. and Mufi, one of our, our chat room regulars. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Yes. And one of the things that Jerry was getting was questions. And we we're like, where are they? We're not seeing them in the chat room. Well, he was getting them through Facebook Messenger, mm-hmm. through the calling uh, website or mm-hmm. Facebook page. Facebook page. So we thought, well, hey, if you can't be in the chat room, maybe if you have any questions or would like to contribute to the Paranormal Smorgasbord tonight, send us the messages through our Facebook Messenger page. Absolutely. And we'll try and get them. If we don't so, yeah. you know, lose them somewhere. <laughs> and you and I both have it up. So hopefully if you send us a message, one of us will see it. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yes. We're going to try this. You know, it's always difficult when we have to bring in something new. <laughs> But we'll we are not super tight friends with technology. It's, you know, it's tough. It's tough. I think we do pretty good. And we definitely do way better than we did seven years ago when we first started this. But, um, but that's not we, saying much. Well, and we also <laughs> did a little, a little two or three or four minute video out on our Facebook page tonight because we used to do Facebook Lives um, every time we had a paranormal smorgasbord and then Facebook changed the platform a little bit and we weren't able to connect remotely, uh, both, both of us, of us together. at the same time. Yeah. Yes. And so, um, so we decided to do a little video. So yeah, w- watch it and let us know what you think. And we're kind of thinking, you know, we might do those going forward, like, you know, to announce whoever, whatever is going to be on the show. So it's just a little kind of a fun thing. Um, Mike's saying haunted technology. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which is so, a, it's a thing. It is a thing. I think because I, I think I've talked about the the case where we did a clearing 
Anna did, and we had to do an, a detachment from a spirit mm-hmm. that had attached. It had attached itself to a guy who um, there was a human connection on her end of things. Anyway, she would communicate through him with his cell phone. Yes. Remember that? And he would um, he would not be texting and texts would come from him, but it would be listed as an unlisted. It wouldn't have a name, an unlisted number, but he would have it in his in his phone and other people would have it in their phone. So it was a spirit using his phone to text and send out like basically hate mail to everybody because she was mad. Isn't that just strange? Yeah. That's so strange how that can happen, you know? Yeah. And I've heard of other things like that, too. But technology is energy, is electronics, which is easier. Well, and, you know, one of the things that we like to use on paranormal investigations is the ghost box, right? Which is like radio waves backwards, you know, because Mm -hmm. we feel like they have an easier time communicating with us. Well, that's technology all over the place, Mm -hmm. which is really cool, you know, for communication anyway. Yeah, it's... you know, anything technology, electricity, energy, you know, electronics, all that stuff would be easier, I think, for a spirit or entity to use to communicate or just to make its presence known. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, Cindy has a story. You should tell it in the chat room. If you don't want to, you don't have to. She's in the chat room. I was over at her, I was over at her house on Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Saturday. Anyway. There's a something that she can share in the chat room. I won't spill it if she doesn't want to share it. But anyway, oh, I have another story uh, from this last week. We did a Paranormal Investigating 101 class on mm-hmm. Thursday in the Twin Cities here. And it was awesome. It mm-hmm. was so crazy. So it's a 101 class. And for the 101 class, it's mostly teaching. And then we investigate for like 20 minutes. And then we come back and we cap it up, you know, 10 minutes of you know, hashing it up, whatever we found, and then we are done. And we ended up having about 30 or 35 minutes to investigate, and it was a pretty big location. So, And there was 15 or 16 of us in the class, or 15 or 16 people that took the class, and then the gal that runs the community ed program, and then myself and Tim. Mm -hmm. So we went out into the halls, and we're walking around, and the gal that was you know, they always have to have someone working the building, right? To make sure the front door is manned, make sure that the doors that are supposed to be locked stayed locked, make no, nobody comes in that shouldn't be in there, make mm-hmm. sure that people can get out okay and whatever. Right. So there was a gal working there. She's worked there for a long time. And we started walking through the halls and she was instantly with our group, wanting to show us the creepy places in this building. And so we're like, sure. We always love a tour guide because mm-hmm. this person has been there for years and knows all the ins and outs and the things that have been said, the things that she's seen or felt. So definitely we want her there. And so she was giving us the tour. Oh, you got to come here. You got to come here. And we had some really like weird energies and stuff, but nothing you can put your finger on. Right. You know, it's personal experience at that point, which what are you going to do? You can't prove it. So she's like, well, we got to go downstairs into the tunnels. I'm like, you have tunnels. And she's like, well, not really. It's a, hallways but there's no doors or anything it just kind of goes under the building to get from one end to the other and eventually there's stairs and you know room you know random rooms or whatever so we're like well yeah we got to get down there she's like it's really it's really crazy down there nobody likes going down there i'm like well yeah a tunnel down in the basement i don't think anybody's gonna like that as a favorite hangout Mm -mm. when there's nowhere to go nothing to do just random you know hallway 
And we get down there and we start walking through the hallway. Now, granted, the woman that works there is with us. She locked the front door so nobody could get in. And there's a custodian, part-time custodian. And he is on the other end of the building, as far as we knew last we heard. So we're walking in this tunnel and we hear clearly what sounds like a child's xylophone. You know, those old, like this... Yeah. The xylophone is a little toy a little, that has the, yeah. it looks like a key, you know, kind of like a, mm-hmm. a metal keyboard or whatever it is. You know, you have those little mallets that you hit it with and it kind of has that metal banging, but the different notes. Yep. Yeah, with a different note, you know, different colors and everything. And it sounds like that and it's echoing in this hallway and it sounds like, so the hallway is not straight. It kind of zigzags, you know, and I'm sure it's going around certain, you know, functions and whatever for the building. So it it doesn't it's not a straight shot. So there's this part where it kind of zigzags and so you can't see through and it sounds as if there's someone standing right past the zigzag. So just out of our eyesight wailing away on a xylophone. We heard five or six notes clearly and it wasn't a small xylophone. This was like big powerful notes and they were all different. So it it was musical notes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't banging on pipes. We have um, the gal that was working there. She said she's never heard it. She's been in that hallway a million times. Mm-hmm. We asked the custodian when we finally found him. He was not close to where we were. He could not think of anything like that that he's ever heard. We asked, could there be a xylophone here somewhere? Because there's kids programs there. It's possible. Let's go look. So we went to the location, which was up and around, not far, but on a different floor and no direct way to get there, to a room that had child uh, children's toys. And we did not find a xylophone. If we would have found a xylophone, there's no one that would have been playing it anyway. No human. Right. So, right. But it was clear. And I need Tim to clip the, uh, the audio. He had the audio going. And poor Tim, he had headphones on while he was listening to the voice recorder. So I think his ears got blasted because loud. it yeah. was so loud. It was clear. So anyway, it was very yeah. cool. And we had other experiences. We had um, in one of the offices where apparently there's been reported activity. We had quite a bit of mm-hmm. activity with the meters as well. So we ended up going about a half an hour over class. Not that I I didn't want. I was like, hey, we got to wrap it up. We've got people that need to leave. And every person in the class was like, can we stay? Can we stay? <laughs> And the poor gal that was running the the program, she's like, well, yeah, <laughs> I felt bad for her because she's, you know, I think she even said it's past my bedtime, but okay, we right? can stay a few extra minutes. <laughs> so anyway, it was really fun. Everybody had a great time. Uh, nothing felt, you know, malevolent or anything like that. Nothing felt negative, but, um, and nothing sounded like it needed help. We asked and we didn't get any response on that. So we definitely are going to go back. We're going to have a, a couple more classes there to see if we can get some more answers. But it was really, really cool. We had fun. Mm-hmm. Sounds like fun. Yeah. You know, Paranormal 101 classes are always fun, aren't they? Mm-hmm. It's really fun to introduce this stuff the right way to people, you know, and, and especially when things like that happen, you know, when you do the investigation. Yep. And what's really fun is you have something like that that no one can explain. We can't Mm -hmm. explain why this is happening. And so these people are like, that just happened and I was here. How Mm -hmm. is that possible? It's like, that's why we're here. We're trying to figure it out. 
And it was funny, too, because when we heard the xylophone, I said, Tim, go, because I, I had to, I don't know, I, had to, I was down on the floor fixing something. I don't know if something fell or, I don't know what I was doing, but I was like, hey, go, go check that out. And, oh, I had set up some equipment on the floor, and then, because we had stopped, that's what it was. And so I set my equipment down, and he, um, I said, hey, go check that out and see what it is. And everybody kind of nervous laughed. Like, ha, I wouldn't go. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's, he's fine. <laughs> I'm like, he's fine. And then he went, and then I followed him once I, you know, set my stuff back mm-hmm. down. I went with him because you shouldn't go by yourself. Yeah. And no. there was nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So anyway, it was very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, so Cindy did put that uh, story in the chat room. If you want to talk about it in your own words since you were there, you could do that, I guess, because it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. But but we do know sometimes though that lights do go out and then they kind of come back later. So I don't I don't know that that's do you think that's really paranormal? I don't know. It's kind of hard to kind of hard to decide. Yeah, I don't know. The I'll read it first and then I'll give my my thought on it. So Cindy what she typed in is we were hanging out sitting in the living room and it browned out and we looked around and it was the like the lights dimmed mm-hmm. and it was actually a lamp that was right next to me. Um but it didn't it didn't make that normal like buzz sound that a light bulb makes when it goes out. It just stopped. It just went dark. And so then I went home. She's typing. I uh, Heidi went home and then Cindy left to go visit her mom. She never touched the lamp, didn't shut it off. When she got home, the light was back on. Mm-hmm. And then she said, uh, yeah, when there was the brownout. So it was like everything kind of dimmed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when the light went out, which could be it could be that, you know, it's part of some kind of electrical city thing, house thing, whatever. Yeah. The only reason I would say that it would it would not be that is because that's also the exact location in her house where she's at other paranormal activity. Okay. That area of her house is like center for where she's had other activity. So that's what makes me think it might be something else and not just the light bulb or a brownout or whatever with the electricity. So anyway, I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Could it, I mean, what was it? I don't know. Could it be just electricity, whatever? Sure. It could be. I'm not saying it was yeah. haunted. It's not a haunted lamp. No, it's not. But right. <laughs> interesting <laughs> that it's in the exact location of where she has other stuff that just can't be explained in her house. So that's cool. But yeah, there's always, you know, lots of stuff that happens, you know, so who knows for sure. But right. interesting that it's in the same spot that there's paranormal activity. That's the only reason I thought it was interesting. If it was anything else, I would have been like, huh, bum light bulb, you know, or brownout or something's happening or whatever. But mm-hmm. it was just in that location. I'm like, well, now I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kat is saying she has one in the bathroom that sometimes browns out. Next time I turn it on, it's fine. Also taken what I thought was a dead bulb out, put in a replacement and picked up the dead bulb and had the light and had it light up briefly in her hand. Mm-hmm. That's happened to me. That's mm-hmm. happened to me. I, I carried I it across that. a room. I've, you remember I've heard that? that before? Yeah. I I it hasn't it happened across. to me, but I have heard of other people. Yeah. Yeah. I carried it across my living room holding it and it was lit up the whole time. Yeah. That's very cool. Oh, my gosh. Karin is just saying, wow. Yeah, lots of crazy things. And I've noticed that I've been seeing, and I know it's I know it's very active out there, but wow, I have been seeing so many spirits 
this last week. It's like they're just everywhere. And I know they're always everywhere, but usually I don't, like, see them all the time, you know? So it's a very, it's very active. Um, Kat is saying she tried putting that bulb back in, repeated it twice after the initial replacement. Oh, yeah. And Karen's talking about the freakiness when streetlights go on when she goes by. What do they call that? We had a show about that. Yeah, we did. Um, it's, sliders or something? What? Sliders? Sliders. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that happens to me once in a while. It doesn't happen as much as it used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. it's. It, and you wonder, is it on a timer? Or is it just me? Why is it? Does it happen to everybody? Because why does it happen to me all the time? And then it doesn't, like, does it not? Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, sliders. We did a, yeah, that was a fun show. Um, cool, cool, cool stuff. So anybody listening that's not in the chat room, if you can't get to the chat room or whatever, try, if you have a, a comment or a topic for the Paranormal Smorgasbord, try and get to Facebook, if you can, to the Gathering mm-hmm. uh, Radio Show Facebook page and message us. And see if we can get it that way. If you have a comment or a question, we're trying to. Uh, we took a tip from Jerry from the calling. Mm-hmm. He was doing that. We're like, where are you getting all these questions and comments? Yeah. <laughs> like, how are you doing that, you magician? Anyway, he told us his secret, and we're like, oh, that's a good idea. So, yeah. if there's anybody that wants to message us, let's try it that way, and we'll see what we can do. Yep, yep. And if you're not, if you don't want to be in the chat room or whatever, but you have access to Facebook, go on our page and get in there and you know ask your questions because hopefully one of us will see it we're both we're both in there so um and you can find us just in case you don't know our facebook page is called the gathering radio so if you just type that in it should pop right up yep um we're still talking about street lights it's only certain street lights so maybe there's something weird with those bulbs i don't know i don't know it's very interesting i know there are a lot of street lights that are on timers we have one in our alleyway that used to be on a timer and it was almost always dark in the alley because it would never come on. And then something happened to that light. I don't remember if it was a storm or like like the bottom part fell off. And so it broke the timer. So now that street light is on all the time. We love it. I love it. This has been several years and nobody's ever figured it out yet. <laughs> so we're not telling. Um, it's nice to have light back there. Well, what good is a street light if it's never on? Well, that doesn't make any sense. Yes. And you know where I live. So it's, it's pretty, it's, it's suburban, it's suburban and, um, but it is pretty dark in our alleyway and that light used to always be out. It was, like I said, on a timer and it was a long time in between the time it would light up. So it was almost always dark out there. So I really don't know what happened to cause that light to break like that because you know how tall they are. It's not like they're just, you know, six feet up in the air. But half of it was laying on the ground one day and nobody ever said anything and now it's just on all the time. (laughs) So we love it. Um, Karin is saying what's irritating is when they go off when you approach. Well, yeah, if you need it to see and all of a sudden it's dark, you're surrounded in darkness. That's creepy. Yes. And you kind of wonder if something is manipulating it, does it want me to be in the dark and why? And then you start thinking of what might be around me now that wants me to be in the dark. Right. Right. <laughs> right. It's just, it's just all craziness. 
<laughs> scary. Crazy yeah. talk. I know. I know. So sliders. So who knows what it is? I kind of think it might be half and half, right? Might be half timed. Maybe it's, you know, just energy fields, you know, when you have a really strong energy field, it kind of pops them on or turns them off or whatever. And that's what a slider is, right? That's what we talked about. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting. That is for sure. My dog yeah. is just making a crazy, a bunch of noise upstairs. I hope I hear. can hear her. <laughs> oh, I can hear. <laughs> oh my God. Casey's not home. So I'll have to run up at break and find out what is going on up there. Oh, um, <laughs> so anyway, so Melly's just making an appearance on the gathering radio show tonight. That's all. <laughs> But it well, is. Well, apparently someone's got to do it at your house. I know, right? I know, right? So, but it is 30 minutes past the hour. So, we are going to go for a two minute break. This is the Gathering Radio Show on the Para X Radio Network. Those geek ladies charmed and Victoria from exploring the paranormal with Geeks Paranormal are at it again with another amazing season full of paranormal celebrity interviews with amazing guests and stories of haunted locations and so much more. You will hear it first on Para-X. Tune in Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Central. You will not be disappointed. with Cat Paranormal of Minnesota. And I'm Jerry Ayers with Supernatural Investigators of Minnesota. And together, we are The Calling. Every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on ParaXRadioNetwork.com. Anywhere. Thanks for making Para-X part of your day. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And we're doing our paranormal smorgasbord tonight, which is sending us into a rabbit hole in the chat room. <laughs> we are now talking about streetlights in the chat room and Yep. Are we able to turn them on and off with our energy fields? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think the the census, uh, the majority anyway, is uh, that we can't and that they're broken uh, mm-hmm. most of the time mm-hmm. in the chat room. Or so, they're on a But timer. you never know. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. We don't. Well, the timer thing, of course. But yeah. there's a comment um, Kat put in there. She said the power company claims that car lights are hitting them, which makes them go out. And she said there's no cars around that could, and those lights are supposed to be turned off when it's daylight. They're photosensitive. And then, um, so Mike was saying that streetlights have a delay, so they don't shut down from 20 seconds of headlights. They just don't want to fix them. (laughs) So he said, call your power company and get them fixed. But 
you know, it's like anything. I mean, there's certain people that affect electronics and yeah, lights and all so. that stuff. It can happen. I do think so. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, they're definitely not working right, but they do go off when she walks near. Yep. So I would think that that would be when they would come on is when they sense movement, right? Like motion detected lights. Yeah. Right? You know, it would be interesting to test it out, Kat. Get someone with a, mm-hmm. a video camera or just their cell phone and, and go up to random streetlights and see if they go out when you come near them. And yeah. do it with a lot of them so that you can find your percentage of like how many actually go out yeah. when you come near them. That yeah. would be interesting. Yeah. Hey, that's your homework. And then get back to us, would ya? <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to know. Surprise. <laughs> you have homework from the gathering. Yeah. There you go. Oh, my gosh. Um, no, they're not motion sensitive. Cat mm-hmm. saying they're not motion sensitive. We're not talking about motion sensitive. Mm-hmm. We're talking about your energy mm-hmm. making them turn off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it your down. energy that's making them turn off? Not just motion or like, of course, then all of our right. lights would be nuts. They'd be yeah. going all over the place. Absolutely. No. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing is just kind of bizarre, right? It's just we don't know for sure. Okay, so to switch topics on that, I one of the things I was thinking about is I was thinking about the show tonight was, you know, we talk about when there's UFO sightings or UFO phenomenon and people lose time. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, you know, we have, when we go out squatching, we lose time, right? So we think we might be out there for an hour and it turns into two or three and we're shocked, right? Mm -hmm. But what's interesting is we were, when we did the Para Expo in Wisconsin last fall, we had a gal come and spend quite a bit of time with us and she was, she was witchy girl. She was, you know, she was a witch and she has spent a lot of time in, you know, in the woods and she's, you know, spent time with, you know, she's seen a lot of squatches and she, you know, um, fairies and things like that. And, but one of the things she asked us, you know, when people tell you these things, it's like, okay. But then when they hit the, hit the nerve, like one of the things she asked me was, so are you losing time yet when you're out there? And I'm like, yeah, how did you know? Oh, well, like how much time? And I said, oh, an hour or two, you know, like we think, you know, maybe we're out there for an hour and it, all of a sudden it's two or three. And it's not because we're trekking far. It's just where does this time go? I'm not really sure. And she said, well, be prepared because sometimes I lose up to eight hours when I'm out there. What? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Eight hours. Yeah. How long did she feel like she was out there? I, not that long. You know, because she, cause she specifically asked, well, how long do you lose? And I said, okay, so we used to be able to go up there and go do our things. And, you know, like if we go to our research area, you know, we'd be out there for, you know, maybe an hour and a half or so. You know, that takes the time to get there and look around. And then if we're only going to look at that one area and come back. And now it seems like we go there and we're there for like three you know, we have no idea. We come back to the car and we get in the car and we're like, oh my God, it's like four in the afternoon and we thought it would be two, you know? And yeah, so she said, yeah, she's she's losing all kinds of time. And I don't know if she meant it was just when there was squatches near or if it was with the elementals. I know I have heard people say when they're with the fairies and elementals, they lose gas of time too. But my question is, 
how does this happen? I mean, you know, like UFOs and all this, where does this, how do we just lose that time? Isn't that just kind of freaky? Well, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I, you know, Kat mentioned in the chat room, she said time flies when you're having fun. Mm -hmm. And I get that too. But then there's a point where it really is shocking. Yes. When time changes like that, you know, and especially, you know, when I, we've talked about, I had that trip from St. Cloud to to Cindy's house and it took like 40 minutes, not even, and it should have taken an hour and 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how is that possible? Especially when you're documenting it, multiple people are documenting time. There's no way that you can have what is happening, happen in that amount of time. When Mm -hmm. it's something you can document, that's weird. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's hard Mm -hmm. to document when you're just walking around in the woods because there's no, you're stopping and starting whatever, but still you can feel like it should be three hours. Right. I mean, like all the times, and it's usually when we go to that specific research area, which we call research area number one. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, we've been there so much that we know it like the back of our hands, right? We know how long it takes to get from where we park the car to get to where the, you know, we like to look at all the structures and stuff and how much time it takes to get back. And, you know, depending on how much time you spend there, you know, and of course we also look in other places too, but I'm talking just if we're looking for that one specific place, you know, we should only be there an hour and a half. Cause a lot of times we'll just say, Oh, we have a couple hours. Let's run up there and look and see what's going on. You know, if we don't have a whole day or something and then we end up and we come back and it's been hours. Mm-hmm. So I know, Karen's saying, I wonder if you're all being abducted. I know, exactly. I know. Maybe. Maybe that's why you don't know where the three hours went, because you were not here. Maybe. I don't know. It's just kind of bizarre. And I know, Karen, I was always talking about how it happens around Lake Mille Lacs, and I don't, I haven't noticed that, but it's, it's just strange. It's like, I don't know. Hmm. You know, it's interesting. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, Dave is saying when working between worlds, the first thing to leave you is the concept of time. And that is true. You know, Mm -hmm. I I just thought, I guess my thing that was so amazing to me was that this woman said, we hadn't talked about that at all, but she said, are you losing time yet? I'm like, what? (laughs) You know, and that caught my attention. I'm like, well, yeah, you know. Well, maybe, you know, the more you go out there, the more familiar with you they are Mm -hmm. and that they want to see what you're up to. Or they're like, hey, she keeps coming out here. We might as well pull her in for some detective work. You know, let's let's bring her in. I know. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting, you know, because we do hear about it a lot. And I, we were talking about it. I was talking about it with someone else this weekend. I don't remember. I can't remember who that was. But we talked about that. And I'm like, that is just bizarre, isn't it? You know? So, anyway. I think it's interesting. Yeah. So, that's my deal. But, yeah, Lake Mille Lacs. And I know we've talked about that before. Fairies in black. <laughs> well, you never know, right? You never know. Um, and I'm not sure about the whole Lake Mille Lacs thing because I know other people have said that too. I know Karen talks about that a lot and I have heard it from more than just her. So. Maybe it, it depends on what vibration you're at mm-hmm. as a human. 
that mm-hmm. depends on what areas are you affect or are affected by you or whatever, uh, or that affect you is what I'm trying to say. So maybe it maybe just depends on who you are mm-hmm. and where you go that resonates differently. You know what yeah. I mean? It could be for sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's very interesting though. Either way, any, any which way you think at it, think about it or look at it. But I think we will have to start documenting this kind of stuff and say, I feel like it should be this amount of time. And then it's suddenly hours later, you know? Well, yeah, you should, you should do check-ins with your clock or set a yeah. timer or something and just check in every 20 minutes or something. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so. and Dave is saying Malax creates its own weather patterns. Well, sure. Like the big lakes, like any big lake does. Um, probably very individual, like with streetlights. Clocks lie. Yes, they do. I agree. It's hard to say. Just kind of one of those weird phenomenons. You know, it's interesting. I was telling someone about this, and maybe I've talked about this on the show too with the time thing like we're talking about. And I'll be doing a Reiki session and I'll have clients when we're done say that it felt like five hours. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing an hour session. They're like, that felt like five hours. And I'm like, well, maybe it was five hours. And they look at me like, what? And I said, well, here's what happens sometimes. And when they make me aware of it, it's because they want me to know because spirit can do this without me knowing and without anybody knowing. And they don't do it all the time, but when they need to, they will for whatever reason. But when I play music, I know the music I play in my studio, like the back of my hand, because I've played it thousands of times. That's no joke. Thousands. I know this music inside and out. I know how long each song is. I know how which song is what order. I know all of it. And what's interesting is I'll be listening to a song that, let's say, is four minutes long. Mm-hmm. And I'll look at the clock as I kind of use the the songs as a check-in to where I'm at with the session according to the clock. So I kind of keep track because otherwise I can get off, you know, I can go into outer space and I need mm-hmm. to stay on tra- task because if I don't finish the session on time, all of a sudden I've got a pile of people lining up outside because I'm running late. So I need to stay on time. I can't get distracted. I need to stay grounded. So I use the song, each song and the breaks in between songs to check in with the clock, make sure I'm on task with what I'm supposed to be doing in the session. And I'll be listening, you know, song starts. I'm like, yep, four minutes. So I look at the clock. I see what time it is. And in some cases, it's almost like that. Um, you remember in the Matrix where they sh- they have the deja vu in the first mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. where they like, there shouldn't be a deja vu. It's a, you know, an error in the Matrix or whatever. They've changed the Matrix and they changed the code. And so I um, something will happen that makes me look at the clock again because I usually don't look at it until we're in between songs. And I look at the clock again and I'm like, wait a minute. I haven't, we're in the middle of a song. I'm looking at the clock and we're seven minutes in on a song that's four minutes long. Like that's not possible. It's oh. not possible. I've done this thousands of times. Right. So that doesn't work like that. So then I know spirit has done something to shift us and create an opening that we might've been gone for hours, days, years, I don't know, however long this person needed, and they can put us right back in to that Mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. But sometimes they shift for whatever reason, and it's probably because I'm supposed to tell that person. 
you know, that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm supposed to pass this along to them because they need to hear it for whatever reason. So I tell them what happened and most people think that's not possible. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what you do, whatever you want with it, but I'm just telling you, this is I'm not making this up because this is what happened. That song that was four minutes turned into seven. There it is. Mm-hmm. And again, it's people don't have to believe it, but it happens every once in a while. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's interesting because then I know something else needed to be done and they needed more like of our time. You know, they needed time in our way to help mm-hmm. whatever they needed to do. And so then they put us back, though, into that moment. Yeah. That's I think cool. we need, I think we should have another show about time and time travel and that kind of stuff. Because yeah. this is like just fascinating. Right? It is. It's interesting. And we have talked to other people who have, I specifically remember talking, oh, very early on. I, I don't even know if we had the gathering show yet. We might have just been taken over for Jerry's show one time, but we had, my friend Shannon on who's um, she, she does all kinds of stuff, but she is a medium too. And all the things that we do. And one of the things she talked about was she, she let, she visits a lot with the Fae and the fairies. And she talked about how she loses, you know, she would be out there for hours, you know, and didn't know it. So I just think it's fascinating stuff, you know, so yeah, I think maybe we maybe we do a show about time. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting just yeah. And I know again when Karen in the chat room said clocks lie and they can't be trusted. It's like, well, yeah, I mean if if things are happening it's hard to I don't know, it's just it's hard to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Like how does this work? How does time mm-hmm. work? Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, it's and then, you know, if I'm taken out of the Reiki session because someone else needs work done, I hope they're working on me, too. I can't ask for it, but if they did, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. But then how did I not age when I was there? Yeah. And then I come back here. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. So maybe when we're losing time in the woods or, you know, whatever, maybe we're taking taken out of this dimension somehow and put back in, but at a different, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's kind of bizarre. It's kind of mind boggling actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Karen is saying she's obsessed with time, being on time, monitoring time. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Mike is saying he definitely knows. He says, I definitely know that experience of time stretching and shrinking. Yeah. Well, and he also says he feels uh, like work meetings sometimes 20 minutes feels like hours, <laughs> which looks like a <laughs> couple of other that. people agree with. Yeah. I'm sorry. No meeting that. is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. No kidding. I mean, most meetings aren't, I would imagine. Unless Necessary fun. and fun are different. Exactly. But yeah, no, I've had... Especially all company meetings. Oh my God, they're just awful, right? I always feel like I'm going to fall asleep. Oh, okay. I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, because they just go on and on and on. And it's like, oh my God, time to be quiet now, you know? <laughs> Karen is saying it's like being on LSD. <laughs> my mind. Well, yeah, I think we need to do another show on time. I think we should. Yeah. We definitely should, because that's a fun one, because we don't really know, right? Yeah. 
And it's not necessarily time travel. We've done shows like that before, and I'm not saying we do one like that. This is different. I want to, yeah, I want to dig into that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yep. So there we go. So I wrote it down. So we will make it so uh, in the future. So, yeah, there's just, you know, all kinds of crazy things happening. And especially right now, there's just so many weird things happening in the world. But, oh, I don't know. I don't know why I said that, but (laughs) just because it is. There's just so many weird things happening in the world. But there is a new moon tomorrow. We talked about that earlier. New moon tomorrow. So time to refresh, set those new intentions for the month. And And look for Bigfoot. And look for Bigfoot. Yes, because this is the best time to look for him when the moon is new and there's no light in the sky at night. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to go out. Well, I have to go out tonight. I'll go out tonight because I can't go out tomorrow night. I'll go out tonight and then maybe on Thursday night I'll go out again when the moon is still newish because mm-hmm. I want to see what it's like over by the river now that it's warming up a little bit. Yeah. See if I have any knocks, Bigfoot kind of sightings, sounds, not sightings. I haven't seen any Bigfoots here, but sounds, any knocking, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. check it out. Karn is saying she thinks we're being manipulated like rats experiment possible maybe maybe cougars yeah watch out for the cougars we know there's a lot of them hanging out everywhere you know yeah they're definitely over here yeah i know they're kind of everywhere i know we're always saying cat tracks for sure i don't know if i don't most of them aren't big enough to be cougar tracks but i definitely know there's a lot of cougars just right around the metro area so we've had lots of sightings here in our our neighborhood mm -hmm. so and during the day, too, which is crazy scary. But, yeah, I hear them at night. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So, I love it. But, yeah, it is kind of scary. But I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to get out there tonight maybe and do a little walk around and see if I can. I would love to hear those knocks again. That was that was cool. Yeah, and it's, a, it's dark. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What you hear. Just kind of sit. So, you know, I always say that if you just sit at night, Lots of things will happen. Like, you know, when we spent that night at the research area, all of us, and yeah. we saw the lights and we caught some we caught some EVPs from, you know, spirits when we were out there. Yep. Um, you just have to be still, I think. Yeah, you have to sit still long enough to, to mm-hmm. be aware. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, cool beans. Uh, so... Everyone, I will just use this time to remind everyone to listen to the gap to the calling radio show tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And Heidi, they're having a friend of uh, he's having a friend of ours on Char Savoy is going to be on his show tomorrow night. Oh, good. Yeah. So that'll be kind of fun to listen to her. I know she's kind of doing all kinds of cool stuff now. Yeah, good. That'll be a fun show. Yeah. So. That's our sibling show, and, you know, we're not on there tomorrow night, but <laughs> you can listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the calling we did have a We did have a fun time <laughs> last week, I thought. You know, we were just kind of, <laughs> oh, we were we laughed a lot. <laughs> but it's all good. A movie was on, and she had some crazy ideas, and, you know, she was asking some good questions. And so, yeah, it was, it was fun. A movie's not in our chat room tonight, so I'm not sure where she is, but oof. Hopefully she didn't get burned out on this. I know. <laughs> she got tired of us. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. It was cool having her on because she's like super skeptic, right? And I love yeah. that. I love yeah. 
I love people that question everything and don't believe. You know, they want to believe, but they need like hard proof. And so I love that because I love that, you know, it. I try and be that even though I can see stuff and hear stuff and whatever. I try and be that too because I want to, I want the proof. Yes. But it's nice hanging out with a skeptic because you really have to be on your toes. You really yes. have to make sure that if you're going to present something, it's hardcore real. So well, I love that. And I always say that every paranormal team or group should have a skeptic in the bunch. You know, we have George. He's the big skeptic. I know we talked about him a little bit last week, too, about how one time he actually thought it was something and then it wasn't. And it was really <laughs> something funny. And then, of course, he was embarrassed for all time. But he is the one that keeps us on our toes in that crew, in that bunch. Um, and I know even in our Sasquatch group, you know, we I try to be pretty skeptical about everything that we see. And I know that Carrie, she's gotten better over time. But, oh, my gosh, when she first joined the group, everything was Squatch. I'm like, no, Carrie. You know, but step, no, Carrie. You know, and <laughs> so she did. She did calm down a little bit. So that's good. But um, yeah, you have to be. You have to have a skeptic in the bunch for sure. Yep. Because everything is not always true paranormal, and everything is not always Sasquatch or Dogman or whoever. You know what I mean? Right. It's got a perfectly natural explanation. You know, well, and that's what I was talking about in the paranormal class is you can't go into a location and want to prove it's haunted. No, you can't just go in and say it's haunted. Let's prove it. Right. That doesn't work. And it's not the right way to do it. You have to go in saying what's going on. Mm -hmm. Let's look at all options. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's where when we heard that xylophone sound, we're like, it has to be pipes. Right. It has to be because a lot of those big buildings are boilers are running them so they have the water pipes going everywhere and tim is a building operations coordinator for a similar building or a bunch of buildings Mm -hmm. at his work and so he knows what full running pipes sound like he also knows what empty pipes sound like Mm -hmm. and this didn't sound like anything like that then of course we have to ask the people that work there have you ever heard this before they had never heard it in the years that they've been there And so that's, you know, helpful. Does it mean it's haunted? No, but it's interesting, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's stuff that you have to pay attention to because you have to go, could it be the pipes? Could it be the plumbing? Could it be the boiler? Could it be HVAC system? Could it be electronics? You know, same thing with that lamp. It's like, what else could it be? We can't just go, it's haunted because we hear something that's out of the normal. I agree. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) And Joe said, it's always aliens. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) There you go. Nice. But that, but that's part of being a good paranormal investigator too, right? Is always think that it's something that it's explainable, and when we can't explain it, then it could be paranormal. Um, Karn is saying it could be a person manifesting inadvertently. Hmm. Person manifesting inadvertently. It's the pipe noises. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering if that's what she's talking about. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting thought, though. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's cool. I don't know. There's just a lot of things out there, right? That's why we love the paranormal and we love all this stuff because we just don't know. Poltergeist activity. Hmm. Yeah. Could be, maybe. Yeah. Is that a school? I mean, I don't know. Where do you have yeah. this? It was Is an old school. It was a former school. Mm-hmm. 
So, so it's not a school. Well, it's not a, like an elementary school or a, anything like that anymore. It used to be a school. Mm-hmm. So it's old. It's about 120 years old. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah. So it's interesting, okay. but... Yeah, the poltergeist activity. I don't know. It could be. I mean, anything's possible at this point because we have no idea. Right. We could right. feel. You know, I could feel. And so could Tim. We, we'd we look at each other and go, oh, my gosh, did you feel that? Mm-hmm. We'd feel stuff, but you can't prove it. So no. we just keep it to ourselves because, yeah. like, what are we going to do with that? Nothing. You know, it just kind of, we'd feel stuff. And at the same time, one of the gals, you know, that she works there all the time, she gives, she's like, here's where we have to, here's where we're going. And we could feel it. We could, but you can't prove it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You got to be able to prove it. That's cool. That's cool that it happened when you had a class going, you know. Oh, it was fun because then it's, awesome. you know, you you talk to people during a class and you go, hey, it's like fishing, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. you fish and you get nothing. That's and sometimes right. you're just getting bites after bites. And so it's it's hard when you're running a class about paranormal activity and nothing happens. But yeah. that's how it goes, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Sometimes it's just you don't you can't make them dance on command. You don't want to. That's not right. Absolutely. But then it's hard when nothing happens and it's like, hey, do you want to take one oh two? And they're like, No. Right. <laughs> nothing right? happened. Oh, <laughs> Is it no. gonna be here? Because then no. <laughs> so awesome. I love it. Yeah. Uh, oh goodness. Well, this has been a really fun paranormal smorgasbord, and I love the idea of doing the time show. And we got to talk about, you know, like we went down the rabbit hole with the streetlights. So yeah. there might be more to that. And that might go with Mike's original comment in the beginning about um, haunted technology, right? Yes. Yes. Might have to sure. lump that all into a show. Yeah. Then maybe that'll be another show for sure. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Well, the music is playing. It's time for us to say goodbye. So. Hey, listen, everyone, thanks for listening tonight. And if you are in our military and are stationed away from our shores, please be safe. And we thank all of our military personnel for for protecting us for your service. Yep, absolutely. And everybody in the chat room, nicely done tonight. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And everybody listening out there, wherever you are, thank you for tuning in. Again, everybody be safe. You know, lots of stuff going on right now. So we we uh, send prayers and safety to everybody out there. Para-X, thank you so much for hosting us once again. And Sarge, our most amazing producer, thank you for keeping us going. Yes. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Good night. <laughs>